Welcome to the MTB Tribe Podcast, your trail map for the world of mountain biking. And now, I'll introducing your host, Gareth Beckett. Howdy, mountain bikers. Thanks for being here, and welcome to episode 203 of the MTB Tribe Podcast. I'm here as always to help you find out more about mountain biking, how to get out in the trails, keep you stoked and hopefully learn a little more about mountain biking and the people involved. So thanks so much for tuning into the podcast and thanks for being with us this week. Now because I'm taking a couple of weeks off recording, you may have already heard this episode. It was first aired on the 11th of February 2021, so not long ago at all, just the start of the year. But it has had such good response and reception that I thought I would get it out to you guys again instead of putting nothing out this week just get it out and let you guys hear it and it's from Daniel and the Dirt Fun Project guys who are funding young EWS riders give them a bit of cash in their pocket help them on their journey and get them out racing but I will go to the original intro that I previously recorded on episode 178 with Daniel and go from there. So enjoy the podcast folks, stay tuned because there's a lot of awesome info in there and how you can help these young riders follow their dreams. So without further ado, let's go to the original intro. Now have you ever thought about mountain biking full time? What that would actually be like? The prices involved, chasing the EWS enduro scene and the downhill scene, like, how would you actually fund that? How would you go about doing that? Well, Daniel Lachey and a number of his friends had the same idea. And it simply went from a WhatsApp conversation to Daniel founding the Dirt Fund Project. And what the Dirt Fund Project does is it basically picks a privateer racer from the UK or Ireland and funds them £1,000 to go racing. It sounds very simple. It sounds like something we could all donate a fiver here to, a tenner here to, or whatever you can afford. Daniel has only co-founded the Dirt Fund project three months ago, and he's already sponsored three riders. This £1,000 gives these young riders so much. You know, it helps with accommodation, helps with travel, helps with entrance fees, helps with fuel. It's so expensive to race in these EWS events and really chase your dreams. So this is something that these young guys have been looking for for a long time. And, you know, Daniel's vision for it is so much more. So we chat to Daniel, we get him on the show, we chat to him about where the idea came from, what he hopes to accomplish with it, what his kind of 2021 goals are, how he goes about picking racers to get funded. And if you are a privateer racer listening to this and you are wanting a £1,000 funding, listen in very closely because Daniel chats about the application section and how to go about that and how to stand out from the crowd. So keep your ear open for that that part of the podcast. It's amazing what Daniel and his crew are doing at the Dirt Fund Project. It really does help these young guys and it's a really, really good thing to get involved with and find out more. So please... Stay tuned, listen to the podcast, see how you can get involved and let's encourage these young talents we have, both Northern Ireland, South of Ireland, UK, Wales, Scotland, they all have a chance of getting funded. So without further ado, let me get Daniel on the show, tell us more about the Dirt Fund Project and how we can all get involved and how we can all help see these young riders make it to the EWS circuit with a little bit of cash in their pockets. 
Hi, Daniel. Welcome to the MTV Tribe podcast. How's things with you this evening, sir? Not too bad, Garrett, man. Not too bad. Just uh, surviving along the same as everyone else getting through uh, getting through this pandemic, you know? Yeah, it's tough, man. It's it's tough when you're used to being out in two wheels and you have to swap that for two feet. It's just not the same. You don't get the same ad- adrenaline buzz, do you? <laughs> yeah, like... Uh, <laughs> You can you can hit those kilometers uh, and uh, distance uh, restrictions pretty quick, you know. Um, it's a uh, it's, it's a killer. It's a killer, but yeah, it, it's what it has to be to keep us all safe, you know. That's true, man. That's true, and hopefully, you know. The thing is, I'm chatting to people on and off for the podcast, and a lot of the guys race and stuff, you know, and everybody is so, please let racing happen this year. Please let racing happen. Everybody's so keen, man. They're so keen to get going. It'll be a great, it'll be an awesome season if it happens. Oh, that's that, that's that's what I would doubt. You know, I've, I've had the chance to ch- chat to some of these privateers, um, you know, over the last couple of months, and these guys are chomping at the bit to get racing, you know. They're just looking at the calendars just waiting for the green light and you know uh yeah and from a spectator point of view sure it's going to be fantastic you know yeah amazing man amazing um so we'll we'll get into your dirt fund project um a wee bit because man it's amazing it's, it's a great concept i love it and i think everybody that's into mountain biking should know about it so we'll chat about that, that in a minute or two but i want to know a little bit about your background as well daniel because you have quite an inst- interesting background in the mountain bike thing um now you're from galway isn't that right uh so i'm living in galway now um i'm from limerick originally right, and right. then i suppose where i got into mountain biking was um i, I moved across to scotland for about 13 years and um, I met a load of mates over there. And, you know, some of the mountain biking in Scotland is world class, you know, world class. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, you've got the abilities around Scotland with the outdoors right to roam, where obviously once you're respectful of, of uh, property and land, but, you know, you can go anywhere around the highlands, you know, and it's it's stunning. So it was a great place to, you know, get into mountain biking. But um yeah, that, that, that's really where uh, I got sucked into the sport, I guess. Right. How did that happen? Was it friends or something like that? Or? So, it, um, you know, it started It started out, uh, I was doing road biking, you know, pretty much the same as a lot of people, uh, middle age, I guess, <laughs> <laughs> thinking, uh, thinking this is it. And then um, I suppose I got into a bit of mountain biking during the winter for a bit of cross training. And then uh, what really happened was one of my mates, Murray, he was like, man, you should come do one of these, uh, you know, enduro races. It was up in Dunkeld. And I was like, what the hell is this all about, you know? So, but, I, you know, I said, okay, let's go for it. Fantastic day out, you know, absolutely mm-hmm. brilliant. But, you know, scared the living daylights out of me because, uh, you know, my skill set wasn't, uh, Dunkeld is a fairly, uh, you know, down downhill, vertically <laughs> challenging right, place. Right, yeah. um, so it was definitely a, a, an awakening for the skill set that I had. Um, but it was such a just such a great uh, day out that uh, you know I just we just continued and all of us who were involved in this project you know one way or another over the years all these group of people have come together through meeting each other through mountain biking it's not like everybody grew up together or anything like that you know mm-hmm. uh, yeah different times and places uh, people met up and yeah so it's, it's kind of cool that way you know yeah did you. Or would you say you met through the race scene? Would that be accurate to say that? Um, not not a hundred percent accurate. Okay. 
I tell we met more over you know burgers and beers and mountain biking, right? A couple of events, and then um, I suppose events as well more than yeah, because like some of the guys met, they went on like a mountain bike holiday, like I think they did a you know tour of Mount Blanc. Uh, mm-hmm. Some of the guys met, they were doing the the Trans Wales um, event when that was going, you know, whatever, seven, eight, ten years ago, mm-hmm. um, and then. Yeah, then, uh, yeah, we just did some events together, you know, um, and then we just started making it a regular thing. You know, you get a group of mates and you do something yeah. every, every year, you know, so, um, yeah, just uh, just kept it going, you know, so, yeah, c- c- cool bunch of guys, you know, and girls. Yeah, like, it's, it's amazing how the, the mountain bike thing brings people together like that. You hear so many stories like that, and, you know, you have gone on, obviously, as a group to do the Dirt Fund project, which probably would never have came about if you guys hadn't got together and been chatting when out riding and been chatting around barbecues and the bars and bob, pubs and everything. You know, it's not amazing the way things like that just happen. It's, it's, it's unreal. And, you know, e- even at that, like, so first you need the group of people. Then second of all, you know, I, I just posted on our Instagram page there, like a, a copy of the original WhatsApp group message. And a bit, it literally went, you know, um, sharing this video of, of Ben me saying, hey, why, why don't we do something? And then it was a case of everyone just going, sounds good. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, holding up a brew dog beer. Cheers. Uh, I mean, but if that hadn't happened, you know, this would have died on its feet immediately because, you know, unless you, you know, you can come with an idea, but it's hard to keep it going unless you get a bit of immediate support and help from your mates, you know? Yeah, that's true. That That's very true. Um, so, Tell us a wee bit about that first enduro race. A ticket you rolled up there. Were you on a hardtail at that time? What were you riding then? Um, I was riding. I'm pretty sure I had my my first full suspension bike for that, which was a Canyon Strive uh, 2015 uh, aluminium model. Um, I'm pretty sure I had that, or else I might have uh, borrowed a bike off of Murray. One, one of the two. If I borrowed a bike, I was on his old Orange Five, but. Yeah, maybe maybe it was my uh, maybe it was my canyon, you know. But yeah, yeah, I I, I just went along and uh, I'd never ridden these trails before, you know. And um, fa- fantastic payout, but uh, yeah, getting to the top of the first stage, I think it might have been uh, Rake and Rune up in uh, Dunkeld, and uh, I was just like, what the hell is going on here, you know? Because it was just <laughs> way beyond my capabilities, you know. Uh, like, and I remember at the end, you know, you get your print out of your times, like. You know, there's like double digits of minutes between uh, <laughs> me and my mate. Like, I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. It's funny, the whole the whole race thing. You know, you get a lot of people that have got into mountain biking or they enjoy it. They enjoy going out around their local forest and then they get encouraged or they get suckered into doing their first, their first enduro race. They rock up in their old hardtail. And when they see the scene and the competitiveness comes out as it does in all of us in them kind of environments. You know, it's not long after they're jumping on and they're, they're on the internet looking for their first full sauce, you know, just straight away. The hard tail's no good anymore, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You're convincing yourself that the bike is the issue, you know? <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Uh, everybody else was in full suspension. So how, you know, I'm on a hard tail. What do you expect? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's fairly straightforward, you know? That's got, that's got, that has to be the problem. You know? <laughs> yeah, amazing, man. Amazing. So what do you think of the trails in Scotland compared to what you have in, in Ireland there? 
Ah, uh, here, man. Um, you know, in in Scotland, where, where I lived, that was just right there in, uh, on, you know, the doorstep, uh, gateway to the Highlands, they call it Stirling. And I could cycle out my back door and, you know, straight up, uh, you know, stra- straight up a mountain with trails on it. And mm-hmm. yeah, very, very easy access. They got the seven stains over there, you know, for all the all the bike parks, and then you go up into the wilds, the, uh, the highlands, like uh, up into Torridon, big loops around there, you know, you could be on the bloody moon, you know. Yeah. Um, but then, you know, uh, around, you know, uh, Wicklow and Carrick and uh, Ticknock, that's, you know, world-class trails as well. Uh, up in Northern Ireland, Ross River is the only area I've been. And then, you know, I live across here on the West Coast in Galway, and, you know, so we don't have that same sort of altitude, but, um, you know, I'm part of the Galway Mountain Bike Club here and the work the guys have been doing uh, to create trails out of very little altitude and, you know, good quality, interesting trails, lots of features, you know, it's uh, it, it, it's really cool, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, that, that seems to happen when you get guys that are enthusiastic, they can make something out of nothing, you know? That's it, you know, and it's, you know, these trails don't just appear by themselves. Somebody has to decide to get up in the morning and walk into the forest and, you know, build something and, you know, have a bit of a vision and, and then put the work in, you know. And the, the guys around here have been doing that now for a good couple of years. And, yeah, what they're building is, you know, it's really good fun to ride. I, you know, I won't lie to you, but when I came here first and moved uh, moved back to Galway, um, I was like, geez. You know, this looks awfully, awfully flat. <laughs> but, you know, you, you just get used to it. And, uh, yeah, you, you make the best use of, you know, I, I can tell you now, being stuck to five kilometers, I, I miss it all dearly. <laughs> yeah, that's it, man. You don't know what you have until, you you know, you, you, you're you taken away from you kind of thing. So. That's it, man. Nail on the head, yeah. Cool. Right, let's get into the Dirt Fund project. Uh, I think this is something awesome. And um, I think we connect on Instagram, maybe, I think. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, cool. Um, I think it's amazing what you're doing, man, and it, it's a non-profit. I love, I love your kind of your mission on your website. It says a simple non-profit idea, enthusiast, support, privateer, mountain bike racers, um, and that's it in a nutshell. But tell us a little bit more about it. Tell us, uh, tell us how you help riders and stuff, and we'll get into it in a wee bit more detail. Yeah, sure. I'll just head, uh, start off with a few bits, and then you can uh, mm-hmm. ask some more detail. Um, but yeah, so, ba- so basically, you know, I suppose um, you know we say it on the website and said it a few times on Instagram. But um, it all started with that video from uh, you know Pink Bike and Ben Cathro, and you know uh, his Walk the Talk videos when he was at that first round in you know Maribor, and um, it just struck me when he was chatting with you know he couldn't race, so he's helping privateers. And he was chatting to privateers in the video. And even, I think, uh, maybe it was Jamie Edmondson's dad he was chatting to as well. And uh, Michaela Parton. And there was some guys from South Africa. Um, or maybe Australia. I'm not too sure. But it, it just struck me that um, these guys have a lot to do themselves, you know, and a lot to pay for. And even on the video, somebody said, you know, you might get the bike from a local bike shop or you might get, you know, some kit um, sponsored, but it doesn't pay for the fuel to drive to the Alps, or it doesn't pay for the tolls, or it doesn't pay for putting your bike on a plane, you know, mm-hmm. so h- hard cash, these guys uh, need it as well, you know. Um, so that was our general idea, 
and basically, you know, we, we had that WhatsApp chat and we're like, okay, let's do it. And then next morning I woke up, bought the domain name, the Dirt Fund Project and started, you know, uh, learning how to build a, a, you know, a website. But, um, of course, then we're chatting, we're trying to figure out, okay, cash, how much cash? <laughs> you yeah. know, how, yeah. how, much, how much did you give somebody? And I think at the time there was maybe six of us in on it. And then, you know, we got two more mates in, eight. And then um, and we we're kind of thinking, okay, okay. All right, well, you got to back it yourself. So let's put 100 quid in each, you know, so um, just to get it going. So we put our hands in our own pockets and got that money together. And then we're like, okay, let's just call it a thousand. You know, that's a meaningful sum of money. You, mm. you can do a lot. If somebody handed you a thousand pounds cash, you could do something with it that you'd go, you know, uh, um, you could do something extremely useful with it, you know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, whether that's, you know, five or six race entries or whether it's, you know, a new bike frame or whether it's uh, coaching lessons or whether it's, you know, whatever. But mm-hmm. it's something that could make a little difference at least, I suppose. That's that's what we were trying to to do. And it didn't, it, it, it didn't, initially when we said it, it didn't, you know, I suppose because we had the 800 between us, we we're thinking we're going to get to the thousand pretty easy. That was fine for the first thousand. Getting to the second thousand, was <laughs> we forgot we went back to zero. You know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so this is this is mainly to support privateer EWS and World Cup downhill racers from the UK and Ireland. So it's not local riders entering local events and stuff. It's a little bit further afield. Uh, it, it, it is, yeah. And I suppose, you know, that, and again, we were struggling with that and we we're trying to think, you know, what's what's the best thing to do here? And we said, okay, you know, we love watching EWS. We love watching World Cup downhill. That's where the idea came from. You know, we really no idea what we're doing. You know, we're mm-hmm. just trying to get this thing started. And we just said, let's stop talking. Let's get going. And we thought, right, we better put some restrictions on ourselves until we try to keep a little bit of control uh, of this thing and try, you know, try explain it to people, I suppose, you know. Yeah. Um, so that, that's why we said that, you know, um, but of course then when you start thinking about it more deeply, you're thinking, wow, wouldn't it be fantastic if we could raise money and help at a more grassroots level, you know, wouldn't it be fantastic if we could help people from different countries, wouldn't it be, fa-? you know, the, the possibilities are, are wide, you know, but, um, yes, yes, I suppose we're, our main aim is to, to finish out what we started for this season and then think about, you know, planning for the 2022 season and seeing you know how can we do it better how can we help more you know what will we do you know yeah certainly certainly and you're talking there there were six or eight of you i take it these were the friends you were chatting about earlier about meeting through the mountain bike scene and things like that exactly exactly yeah yeah so they were all very keen to come on um and help you they knew it was a non-profit right they weren't going to get paid for it no yeah exactly no no <laughs> Nobody's getting paid, yeah. So everyone, everyone's just using their own time, you know. And I suppose, listen, that that's the advantage of this being, um, you know, we're doing this to help others. You know, we're not doing this to make any money. We're not doing this to get anything out of it. You know, we've all got full-time jobs. Um, and we all just, you know, and we're basically doing this over, you know, telephone, FaceTime, WhatsApp, text messages, mm-hmm. whatever. Because uh, obviously we can't see each other out in the trails. But um you know, where everyone's just pitching in as much as they can because it's great fun, man. It's so much bloody fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, you know, it takes it takes a certain kind of person to watch 
that Ben Catherall video and kind of add, you know, one on one equals two kind of thing and think, well, yeah, look, there is these privateers out here that are racing and struggling. Could we not do something to help? But, you know, we're, we all have our wish list of bike parts we need to purchase. We all have gear we need to get for winter. We all have this and that. We would all love to try this tire and that tire. And so what made you actually, you know, how, how did your brain work that, that made you watch that video and say, well, look, you know, I'm willing to put in my own money in this thing and I'm willing to spend time and effort and everything else and maybe give up riding time whatever it takes to do this yeah. thing like how did, how did that switch happen like that's a pretty big move that's a pretty big thing to do i tell you you know that's that's a great question and i was only thinking about that myself um lately and i'll tell you what happened was i would say probably two or three weeks before that i'd listened to um some audiobooks from uh guy martin you know the uh um, mm, yeah yeah no um, yeah yeah, yeah. And I've always liked that guy. But I, I, he's three or four books out, and you know, I was just yeah. listening to them. And the one thing that I realized was the amount of stuff this guy does in the 168 hours he has in the week, the same as everybody else, is phenomenal. You know, he's a full-time mm -hmm. truck mechanic. You know, uh, does all these world records. You know, does testing for different companies. Does you know? Well, he has a pub. I don't think he runs it. I think his sister does. But, you know, he does an awful lot of stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mountain biker as well, by the way. Mountain biker as well. Yeah, yeah. Strap puffer and all that sort of stuff. And, uh, yeah, Great Divide, of course, he did as well. Phenomenal achievement. Mm. But um, I was listening to all this, and it did strike me that, um, you know, we all have the exact same number of hours in the day, but some people do a lot more with those. And I think it was just a timing thing, man. Then this, this video, you know, came along, and I just thought, okay, why don't we make some time for this? And... The time's passing anyway. Let, let's do it, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's it's nice to help, though, isn't it? You know what I mean? It's it's one of those things, if you enjoy, you enjoy that whole mountain bike community, the environment that's around the mountain bike community, and there's such a good bunch of guys in it, you know, that it's really nice to give something back in a way. Did you, did oh, you think that way about it? Oh, with, without a doubt, you know, like it's, you know, I've always said it. I think it, do, it doesn't matter whether you're hiking up a mountain or biking up a mountain. You don't, you don't really meet bad people up mountains, you know, <laughs> they're generally good yeah, people, yeah, 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 yeah. decent bunch of people. Um, and then, you know, it's, uh, yeah, it's nice to do something, you know, and um, when, when you see, you know, when you when you, you see and hear what uh, these privateers, I guess we, we've decided to help or try help or get the biking community to help. Um, when you see uh, like that first uh, FaceTime call I did with Callum McBain, you know, he was just he was so delighted. It was, uh, you know, talk about a feel good factor for everybody. It was it was unreal, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. It must be it must be amazing for these young guys. Um, so let, let's jump forward a wee bit just after your initial money input yourselves there and i take it you so you just kind of sponsored just give callum the thousand pound was that was all from your own pockets was it at that time uh it, it wasn't all from our own pocket um because you know we were a little bit short and then um uh louise um she she, she stuck a you know a, a bit of info about what we were doing onto their local you know kind of mountain bike Facebook page up in Dunkeld there, right, and a guy right. um, Lance Gold um, who runs a com company uh, 
cloud cover um, IT. Um, he, he gave me a, a ring. He said, Dan, I heard about this. I want to chat to you about it. And straight away, he said, listen, I'm a mountain biker. I love this idea. You know, how much are you short? And uh, gave us some cash, you know, to, to, to get us to the first uh, privateer, you know, which was brilliant. Yeah, like it's amazing to get some local input, and I'm sure, I'm sure. Well, well, we'll chat about that in a wee bit because I want to know more about that kind of funding side of things. Like, so you went from that stage. What was your next kind of thinking then about raising the next thousand pound? How did you go about that? Well, so, um, well, we had one other problem before that. Just to mention it, and we can come back to it. Yeah. Then we had this thousand pounds in a bank account. We, we, we didn't have it in um, a just giving page at that stage. We just had it in a bank account. And then we were like, this is great. We've got a thousand pounds and we don't have anybody to give it to, you know? <laughs> yeah, this is it, right? So that, that, that was interesting. But we, we can come back and talk about that. But um, then we decided, um, I think, you know, Louise had used just giving before um, to do some fundraising. And she was like, why don't we just set up a page and... Um, you know, get that going, you know, and mm-hmm. I, I suppose from, from the from the outset, you know, when we started talking about this whole thing, um, you know, the original idea was, OK, let's help one. And wouldn't it be amazing if we could help two privateers in the year, you know, 2000. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so we got a bit excited then when we got that, you know, up to that 1000 quickly. And then we we're like, OK, well, we have to do 2000 now, you know, because we just started and we got a thousand. So. That's when we said, okay, let's set up the Just Giving page and try get the word out there, and you know, see can we raise that second thousand, you know, from the mountain bike community, you know, sharing it with every single person we knew and asking them to share it with every person they knew, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And were you in Scotland at this time, by the way, Daniel? No, no, no. I was back in back in or, Ireland. Oh, you were back here. Okay, cool. Uh, cool uh yeah so how successful was that kind of first round of the the crowdfunding thing um so it was pretty um that was pretty okay you know and we got um you know people like uh mudhugger jumped in gave us some uh cash in that um that second round mm-hmm. um you know we had um some other companies as well you know jump on board and so they they kind of gave chunks of money you know um yeah which, 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 which you know a couple of hundreds which helped a lot and then the rest of it, we, uh, you know, we gained it from uh, donations from people just going, hey, you know what, this is a good idea, you know. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I suppose I had thought and, you know, we had discussed, you know, we really just want, you know, a thousand people to give us a pound each, you know, a thousand mountain bikers to give us a pound each, you know, and we can help one privateer and we can gather the money together to help a privateer. In that kind of second round, getting that second 2000, those people, you know, um, you know, donating forty pounds, twenty pounds, fifty pounds, forty pounds, um, which we were blown away by, you know. Yeah. yeah, yeah, man. It's you know, I think building something like this up around the mountain bike community should work because we all like seeing fast kids from our area. You know what I mean? We all boast, "I well, you know who rides this trail?" You know what I mean? That kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and it's there's such everybody's very kind and that you know like the last time i was out riding when we kind of could meet there was a young kid there was three or four of them they could only start they were only starting out the young kid got a puncture he had no spare tube he had no puncture uh, repair kit nothing yeah my mate that was with him made 
one of his 27.5 tubes fit the young fella's 29er. Okay. And the young fella said, look, I've only got 20 quid on me. Just take that. And, you know, none of the mountain bikers are going to take that. They're just going to do the thing for free. Of course. Yeah, yeah. You know, and it maybe took them 20 minutes to get the tube on because obviously you have to stretch it and all this kind of stuff. But anyway, um, he finally got it done for the young fella. And that's what I think you see that all the time when you're out mountain biking. You know, it's just that friendliness. You, you know, if you see somebody bust down at the side of the trail, the majority of people will say, are you okay? Do you need a hand or whatever? There's just that thing about it. And did you find that through the, the crowdfunding and the Just Given page? Oh, de- de- definitely. You know, um, pe- people got into it and then they, um, you know, they helped, um, you know, share it as well, which, of course, that's what you yeah, want. Yeah. You, you know, if one in 10 people or one in 20 is going to give you some money. Well, then you want a hundred people to hear about it. And then you want a thousand people to hear about it to keep the, you know, to keep those figures going, you know, but it's not just the, you know, even some of the, you know, the, the, the feedback we've had from some of the pro riders, you know, like, um, Greg Callahan, you know, jumped on board. He just, uh, you know, I think actually what happened with Greg was, um, I seen that he was he was dropping a video, you know, and on uh, Instagram or YouTube. I just replied to him. I said, "Guess what? Uh, you know, at the Dirt Fund, we're um, you know we're going to be uh, uh, handing out our first thousand at the exact same time, which was just a coincidence, you know, the exact same day, the exact mm-hmm. same time." Um, and he replied back, "Fantastic!" And then we couldn't believe it. Thirty seconds later, he donated cash, you know. So um, phenomenal, you know. Yeah, that's amazing. Like he's that- he's donating cash to a competitor. <laughs> I guess you could say that, yeah. <laughs> For sure, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't think about it like that, but that's that's a good point, you know. <laughs> yeah. Like you wouldn't find that in golf or tennis or something, would you? <laughs> that's true, that's true, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's quite funny, man. That's quite funny. Don't tell him, don't tell him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He maybe didn't think on it like that. Um, so as far as local businesses, brands, things like that, you were saying helped and, and supported. Did you have to reach out to them or did they just come come on board and support? So um, it's, a, it's, a, it's a mixture, you know. So we definitely tried to reach out to as many people as possible, you know. And I think we're, listen, we're, we're new to this whole thing and we're trying to figure it out. And we, I, you know, one night I, I said to the guys, I said, everyone, get out to your sheds look at your bikes, look at your kit and come back to me with the names of all the kit that you have. And like, we got this list of 36 brands or something. Mm-hmm. And we said, right, let's just contact these to start with, you know, um, just, just for a list. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, other ones like, um, you know, I think, uh, you know, Mudhugger just seeing what we were doing and, um, you know, got in touch, you know, yeah. um, I don't think we approached them. Um, you know, one of the, uh, one of the guys, Mike, he, he knew a chap who was uh, um, working in a group of, you know, orthopedic guys and, and they, they sponsored us money. Um, but you know the way you're talking about the, you know, people just helping out. Like one of the guys I ride with here or, you know, before this whole COVID thing, uh, Dan Cox, you know, he does some media stuff. And he was like, guys, you, you know, geez, you need a logo or something. I'll do you a logo. And, you know. Once you announce the winners, I'll do you up some videos if they send me some of their videos of them shredding. You know, some mm-hmm. people helping out, just yeah, you know, just donate in their time and their, expe- their time. expertise. Yeah, yeah, and just think it's a you know a cool cool thing to do. You know, um, yeah, for sure. And like you touched on earlier, you know, Mudhogger's brilliant. I I had the Mudhogger guys on the podcast way back in the day, like 
maybe in one of the first 10 episodes or something like that. But yeah. um yeah, those guys are good. But for guys like that that basically sell a product, for them to actually reach out and donate cash is a very different thing for them. So it's good to see that brands are are seeing that because effectively they could donate you, you know, mud guards and stuff and they'll be put on the bike and things like that. But effectively they're getting no real product out there. They're just donating the cash. They're they're liking the support you're giving these local riders and and they're liking the sport being financed basically and continuing. So that's really cool to see, man. Oh yeah. Phenomenal. Like, you know, when, you know, the, the excitement from our side, when we see, you know, some big donations like that coming in, uh, we're just like, wow, geez, we're getting close now. We're getting close to being able to help somebody else, you know? <laughs> um, yeah. It's really, uh, yeah, it's, 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 it is really cool. And, and what you're saying is 100% correct, you know? And I, I suppose, you know, moving on from that kind of second round uh, and moving on to like our, our, our third 1,000 cash that we're trying to fund, you know, that's when we start thinking, okay, let's do a raffle or something. Let's try, you know, give some money back, you know, mm. uh, so that people aren't just donating their money, they're getting a chance to get something back. And then we got, you know, some brands on board there as well to help us out, um, you know, with product rather than cash, you know? So we're trying everything, man. We're trying everything to raise this cash, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, that's a good idea. You can turn the product into cash, I suppose, um, yeah. in, in different ways, which is really cool too. Yeah. No, that's, that's, that's cool. Now I also noticed on your website, you're doing your own merchandise. So you've got like a, a top and all there. Is that a relatively new thing? So yeah, so that that uh, that jersey came about um, not as merchandise per se, you know. Um, we did have the we did have the thought at the start, okay, because you know we put the hundred quid in each, and then we paid for the website, the domain name, and then we thought, okay, maybe down the line, you know, next year we might get some t-shirts or hats done up if people like them, you know. Then we could cover the costs of the website whatever it is, 50 quid a year, and then everything else, 100% profit, you know, um, for the payout pot. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, but then the, the jerseys, I, I don't know who said it to us. It might have been Dan that said it to us. Somebody said to us, oh, you know, guys, you know, you should get a jersey done up. Just, you know, get it done even for yourself. Um, and so that's what we did. We, um, I, I contacted the guys, uh, actually the club that I, but I'm in here to go with mountain bike club. They were getting some jerseys done with a uh, night Fox. And, um, I contacted the guy and told him what we we're doing. And he's like, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll design you a Chris's name. I'll design you a Jersey for free. I'll do the design for free, you know, but the cost of the jerseys is the same. Mm -hmm. And then, and then, um, fat Tony's a local coffee shop and barber. Um, they were like, like we, we were paying for the jerseys ourselves. You know, we were just buying them all ourselves. Yeah. Uh, he was like, well, stick fat Tony's on it and, you know, um, I'll get them for you, you know? So we're like, okay, thank you. <laughs> wow. You know, um, whether we'll sell them down the line or whether people would want to buy them, you know, maybe we could do something where if you donate a certain amount, we can get some jerseys. I, yeah. I, I don't know, man. It could, it could be an idea, you know? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Even, you know, it's like you say, it would be good. It's hard to make a profit off some of these things, but it, it would be good to if it would cover your costs of your admin and your website and the domain names and hosting and all that kind of stuff. That would be really cool. Yeah, and 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 you know that itself. Like I think like that that domain name and 
website hosting was like, you know, I think it was something like 150 pounds for a year, you know, which again, yeah. you split that between eight of us, it's perfectly fine. It's, it's no big deal, you know. Um, but you'd want to, I suppose, if we're going to do anything, we wanted to make money that can go straight into the payout pot, you know, because uh, if it's if it's not going to get into the payout pot and get to a privateer, then there's not really... I suppose that's a different mindset. If you're a business, you might think about that differently. You know, you take any profit you can get. But uh, I suppose if we were to do something merchandise-wise, we'd want to get a good chunk of money, you know, getting into that payout pot so that I suppose people would know then if they were buying that merchandise, let's say they were getting something cool plus what they were paying for it was going to make up, uh, you know, some money yeah. to help them for the racing season, you know? Yeah, well, certainly. Like, I think people are... They're cool enough to understand that, you know, you guys can't be putting money in every year towards this thing. You're putting in time and effort and that's enough. And if the merchandise was, let's say, put towards all them admin fees and everything else you've got going on there, and then the excess, if there was any profit left over from that, could just be dumped straight into some of the privateer pots. Amazing. So you're buying a shirt, you're helping you guys, you're helping you guys do what you do, and then you're also possibly helping privateers as well. Like, it's it's hard. It's a win-win, really. Yeah, for sure, you know, de- de- definitely, you know. Yeah, and they're cool shirts, man, you know, they're cool shirts. Yeah, we like them, but we're highly biased, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, you know, mountain bikers love different shirts, dude, so, you know, it's cool. They they love to have a new bit of kit, you know. So it's yeah. it's all good. It's all good. Um, so you have um, you have funded. How many guys have you funded this year so far? So we funded um three so far, and we're kind of like halfway towards getting enough money to, to to fund four, you know. Um, and what we said was we said we'd we'd fund five, and that kind of happened. That was a bit of a spur of the moment thing as well, you know. So we once we had Callum you know, uh, funded, and then we got 2,000. And then we had a bit of a funny period where we had this 2,000. When I say period, you know, we, we only started this thing in late November. Um, <laughs> so like Yeah, funny, that's nuts, man. That's crazy. <laughs> a funny period might be one or two days, you know, is what I'm talking about. <laughs> but we had, a, we had a funny <laughs> period where there wasn't so much money coming into the Just Giving page, you know. And I suppose I'm, I'm a strong believer in that you, you always have choices, you know, and you can do two things. You can slow down or speed up, but generally it's better to speed up, you know? Um, so I just said, and uh, we, we all chatted together. I was like, we got options here, you know, we could just cut it at two or, you know, we kind of said on the website, UK and Ireland, so we cover all five countries and, you know, money's not coming in so quick, but let's just put it out there that we're going to sponsor one from each of the five uh, countries, you know? And we were all just like, okay, let's do it, you know? So, um, yeah, we set ourselves, I suppose, a challenge <laughs> to, to, to get to five, you know? Yeah, yeah. Man, it's amazing that you've been going, what have you been going, four months, five months? Um, No, no, it's not, no, no, in the, in the, so I think that video we first watched was early November, and then it was like in the November, December, yes, we're just in January, yeah. Wow, okay, three, yeah. three months maximum. Yeah, three months max, yeah, yeah, yeah. Jeez, man, you see, that just shows you, People want to give back, you know what I mean? Oh yeah, definitely. You know, like um, it's it's such a nice thing to do, and it's such, um, you know, it's I, I don't know for for me, I think it's just a cool thing to think that you helped out this tiny little bit that made a difference 
to one of these racers who's, you know, competing in the sport you love to watch. Um, that, that's just cool, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. It, it's so cool. Um, so for for the riders that are wanting to get helped out by the Dirt Fund Project, like, how do they go about, do they have to register with you? Do they have to apply for it? How do they go about doing that? Yeah, so um, basically, you know, on the, on the website, we have, um, you know, ha- halfway down the page, we've got like a privateers apply here button. That basically, you click that button and it just creates an email, you know, that sends an email to us. I'll tell you what, man, you would not believe. Um, I think on the, on, the, on the total list now, we have maybe like 18 riders okay. from all over the UK and Ireland. And every time you see one of these emails, and the, first of all, the professionalism and the effort that people put into the writing us an email, and then when you see, you know, you know what they're doing to get their results, then you see the results that they're getting in the races they're entering. The talent in the UK and Ireland for mountain biking is, it, it looks phenomenal, man. It looks phenomenal. Yeah. Um, so uh, th- that's how people are, you know, getting in touch. People are getting in touch through, you know, Instagram, uh, sending send us messages. Um, but uh, yeah, the privateers are definitely getting in touch. Like I said, we got a long list um, of, of people. Yeah, you've got eighteen people there, and you're thinking, how do we raise eighteen thousand pounds? <laughs> <laughs> Thirty-six thousand. Give them two thousand each. You know. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah it's it's cool man it's cool like when you're looking through these applications you touched on it earlier there when you're looking through these applications it must be very difficult to choose one over the other you know you know all these guys could do with this thousand quid like so how do you go about choosing choosing the applications and for, and for any privateer listening to this that's wanting a thousand quid listen very importantly to this <laughs> section all right this is the inside scoop about how you re- write a good application <laughs> <laughs> um, like what do you look at do you look at results do you look at years on the race scene do you look at where they're from like what all goes into it listen man great great question great question so let's get the minimum out of the way first of all so you have to for this year anyway, you know, who knows what will happen next year. What we said yeah, is yeah. you have to be from the UK or Ireland and you have to be racing in EWS or, you know, downhill World Cup. You know, whether it's, you know, juniors or senior, you know, or, you know, whichever. You have to be racing in those two series, you know. Mm-hmm. So that's the kind of minimum requirement. Um, and then after that, I suppose it, it's better to tell the story of, you know, um, starting with the countries, how we chose which countries to go for first. Um, because... You know, when we started out and we got a good um, cash injection from, you know, Lance from uh, Scotland, you know, we said, okay, let's choose the first uh, privateer from Scotland, you know, <laughs> just a bit, a bit of loyalty to, you know, some cash that we'd got in. So we said, okay, let's, let's go with from Scotland. Nobody requested us to do that. We just thought it was the right thing to do. Of course, yeah. And then literally, if I go back to what I mentioned, started to mention earlier, we didn't have any applicants. And then Callum's email came through literally as uh, we were just chatting, saying, geez, we've got this thousand pounds cash. We don't have anybody. Callum's email came through and it in my head, I read it and I sent it to all the guys. Everyone else read it. And it was exactly what we thought the life of a privateer was and why we started this thing to help people, you know, Mm -hmm. talking about the challenges of paying for stuff 
talking about, you know, working, racing, getting cancelled last year, losing out on money, you know, all this sort of stuff. So that was easy because we only had one applicant. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. And we decided to go from Scotland, you know. Um, then for the second one, um, what happened there was, you know, we talked about Greg, you know, giving some money out of his own pocket. I said to the guys, listen, you know, we got a pro rider here, gave us some cash from Ireland. Let's go Ireland next, you know. Yeah. Um, but what but what do we look at? Um, you know, we're we're making sure those minimum requirements are there. We're reading the story. For sure, we just have a quick look at results. Not that we, we know so much about, uh, you know, top level results. <laughs> we're, mm-hmm. we're not we're not in them. Um, and, you know, we, we choose from there. Um, we haven't had so much trouble yet, you know, um, with regards having a ton of people from one place all deserving it. Um, but that's definitely going to happen. That's going to be a challenge we've got to get over, you know, um, yeah. for, for sure. But yeah, it's, it's interesting that whole thing as well, because, you know, I've had racers on from Ireland here and stuff and, and some racers that have just landed deals with pretty big teams and yeah. having, having a big team behind you, as far as a privateer goes, means everything. You oh, know, I yeah, yeah, for sure. You're getting your bike supplied. You're getting all the parts supplied. You're getting all your maintenance and your mechanics stuff done for you. And you really only have to concentrate on the racing. So I suppose looking at guys with just the best race results available maybe isn't the way to go because you want to help out the guys that are struggling buying bike parts, that are struggling getting to events and all this. And let's face it, it's not freaking cheap. It's not, it's, it's not cheap, you know, and, you know, bike parts are not cheap, uh, you know, especially if you s- smash them up, you know, mm. um, and even getting parts now, as we all know, isn't, isn't so easy, you know. Um, yeah, it's, de- it's, it's definitely not cheap. And listen, we're learning all about this as we go, you know, and we're working this out on the fly as well, you know. <laughs> so yeah. we, without a doubt, we probably need a better system um, saying exactly you know, what are the criteria, develop more criteria. But I suppose we're, we're also shying away from, you know, we don't want this to look too much like a business either, you know, because it's not, you know, and we, we don't want to really go down that line. We had this idea in our head at the start that maybe, and, you know, maybe it will still happen. We'll see. Maybe we, we get some pro riders to give, you know, 10 minutes of their time when we've got a, a list of people and, you know, have a panel of, you know, three or four pro riders who would say, hey, we've looked at all the applications this is the this is the guy or girl to give it to you know yeah yeah no it's de- i could definitely see issues with that and and the difficulty in that choosing somebody especially when you start to get tons of these things in you know what i mean um that that's going to be a difficult one um it so is. you know and there's you almost need an odd number of you so that the final vote goes down to one person <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we, we, we'll have to work it out. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's amazing. And I see you've sponsored Young Harry Byrne there um, from Ireland. That's right. What a nice chap. Aye, Harry's a great wee fella. I, I had him on episode, because um, I was checking, I had him on episode 110. And, right. uh, yeah, that young man's going to have a good future ahead of him. Um, there's so many young riders out here today. Like, the crop of talent coming from Ireland and the UK is amazing, dude. Like, it, it really is crazy. Yeah. 
and phenomenal. Yeah, brilliant. And I'm sure these young fellas are so so happy that there's something like the Dirt Fund project out there to help them along. Like when you donated the money to these three young fellas so far, like how surprised were they? What were their reactions like? Uh, blown away, man. Bl- blown away. So like, um, I, uh, so I'll tell you all three. So we start, we start at Callum, you know, he, it was, he sent an email and then, um, I just emailed them back and just changed the subject line to, we're giving you a thousand pounds cash, you know? <laughs> <laughs> what? And, and then we waited. He didn't actually reply till the next day. And we were like, what? What's going on here? But, you know, I'm sure email isn't the, probably isn't the, um, the, the you know, the, communication uh, method of choice of uh, youngsters these days you know exactly. but uh, uh anyway yeah he got back and it was unreal and l- literally in 30 seconds you know i was having a facetime chat with him and that you know that was like it was cool for him but it was super cool for me uh, as well you know to, to 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 chat and um yeah he, he was just he was just blown away you know um super super delighted and like th- th- this week you know uh callum's taken over our uh instagram account you know like, yeah, cool. uh, and, and uh, you know, showing what a life of a privateer is like, because we thought that would be, you know, cool for people to see, you know, who donated, you know, to see what's actually uh, happening. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, he, he was blown away. And, and uh, same with Harry, you know, uh, got back to him. And I suppose then the, the, the delay in getting back to people increased because, you know, our thousand pounds, we handed it out, we went back to zero, you know, so we had to kind of build up the cash again. So then I suppose you're kind of getting back to people out of the blue you know um, yeah yeah so there's a bit of a maybe a surprise factor there which helps in the excitement I, I i i don't know but um yeah it was really cool and i got to meet harry myself you know when we could travel around the country i had one day where i was able to get to dublin before uh, uh on saint stephen's day you know uh when, when i could get to dublin to, to to meet harry to give him the cash in person you know um, so that was cool uh, meeting him and his dad you know so uh yeah that was class and then Fergus, you know, who we just uh, uh, supported uh, down in England, lives down in Bristol there. Um, obviously, we didn't get the chance to, to meet him because, uh, you know, of all the lockdown regulations. So, um, but yeah, he, he was just super delighted, you know, super delighted. I'll tell you, and the, the other interesting thing that uh, I've heard back from, you know, the guys is that, which this is, we didn't expect this to happen. We didn't even think about it, but it's a, it's a really cool thing. Um, since you know they've got this thousand pounds cash from the dirt fund other people have contacted them to help them in various ways whether that's you know they're in discussion with brands about some things or you know local people helping them but that has happened for a couple of them you know which uh, when they got back to me and told me that i was like oh lads that is so cool that is so cool yeah Yeah, amazing. You you kind of kickstart something for them almost. Yeah, or you know, the, you know, it just highlighted their name, and they seen that they got this thousand pounds, and then it sparked off an idea in somebody else's he- head. Maybe I can help them as well. You know, I've I've no idea how it happened, but it's 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 really fantastic for them uh, that it did. You know, mm. and then you know, like um, Nick from uh, Dynamics, who does all that data analytics. Uh, you know, for bike setup and testing, you know, you, you asked earlier, you know, what, what what are we doing for them? So the idea at the start was just to give them, you know, a thousand cash. And then like just other things are coming out of the woodwork. Like um, Nick, he he, uh, he he contacted us and said, 
you know, guys, um, you know, I do this testing, full days testing, you know, sensors all over the bikes, you know, which I think this is like pro level yeah. service. And he's like, for the five people you choose, you know, I'll do a day's testing with them, you know, and to get their kit set up correctly, get their bike set up, um, you know, um, full analysis of what's happening, G-forces braking, you know, suspension. I'm probably doing it a total injustice to how that kit works. but <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah but what an experience for the for the rider as well takes you know to go through something like that for a day unbelievable yeah for sure you know and it's you know from our side you know we're saying thanks very much we'll we'll offer it to the guys you know we're not we're not a we're not a team or anything or we don't expect anything back from these guys or anything like that so um you know we're just like hey guys we just somebody contacted us they want to give you this you know, do you want it? If you do, here's our email address. If you don't, that's also fine. You know, it's um, um, but yeah, it's cool the way it's just coming out of the people coming out of the, the woodwork. You know, yeah, yeah, really cool. It just shows you what the industry's like, really. You know, and the community's like, yeah, class, class. It's amazing that you don't ask the the riders to do anything in return. I suppose they're more than more than happy to help you with social stuff and things like that. Oh, yeah, for sure. You know, they're like, oh, send us your logo for getting a jersey printed up. We'll put it on it or whatever, you know. And, yeah, the guys can do whatever they want. But, um, you know, I suppose all these guys have different sponsorship deals going on with, you know, whether it's their bikes or their kit or whatever as well. And, you know, we we don't want to get messed up with that or expect anything back. For sure, these guys, you know, which is great. They're like, like I said, you know, Callum's going to is doing the takeover of the Instagram you know, this week, the other two guys said they're up for it as well, you know, in a couple of weeks to, to, to come. Um, you know, that'll help get our name out there as well and hopefully get more people to donate a, a small amount of money, you know, yeah. the price of a coffee or whatever, you know. Exactly, exactly. man. Well, let's chat a little bit about the future uh, before I let you go here. Um, like, yeah. like, is it something you see doing well into the future? Is it something you enjoy doing at the minute? Obviously, you're enjoying it, like... Um, is it something you want to keep going with? Oh, 100%. So we, we, we don't want it to be just a, a once-off, you know, because, um, you know, we put in a, you know, a good effort to set it up. So we definitely want to keep it going. Um, where do we want it to go to? Um, that, you know, that, that, that's a hard one to answer, you know? Yeah. Like, like, you know, our conversations go like, okay, let's try to raise 10 grand next year and, you know, help five riders with a thousand and then maybe two riders with two and a half thousand each. And then our next conversation goes, Hey, why, why are we just keep it to the UK and Ireland? Why don't we, you know, open it up wider? And the next question goes, hold on, why don't we start helping some grassroots as well and do kind of like a mix, <laughs> you know? So there's, there's so many options of where it goes to, you know, of course, yeah. I was talking to Lewis on that, that YouTube video. Lewis is like, why don't you set up a dirt fund team? And somebody else is like, you know, why, why don't we have a, I think I was saying to Wide Open, you know, magazine, uh, you know, maybe we could set up like a centralized, you know, pit area at the races for these guys, you know, down the line, like a, like a, like a, what Mavic do for the Tour de France. You know, we could have, you know, kit at every race to help out these guys mechanically or something. Man, I, I, I don't know for sure, you know, I, I can't answer, yeah. now, you know, but to me, there's always a hundred ways to help somebody, you know, so it's just deciding what to do, I suppose. Yeah, there's so many ways you could take it, really. There really is. Um, you know, the team thing would be interesting instead of maybe getting, 
you know, a thousand pounds you get to be a member of the team for a year and stuff like that and get helped out mechanically and with kit and things, you know, so there's loads of different things you could do. Um, but yeah, it's, it's very, very exciting. And I'm sure you guys are all excited about it, like, and how, how well it's went so far. Oh yeah. And we're, you know, we're buzzing and we're having so much fun, you know, doing it as well. And that's, and, and that's also because, you know, it's, it's all so new and I guess it's, I think, you know, there is other people now and again, you know, that help out privateers for sure. And there's people who help out individual privateers. I suppose the difference from what we're trying to do is we're trying to get a community of people behind, you know, these privateers. Um, um, but, you know, if that if that raises awareness and other people start doing the same thing or whatever, how, how cool would that be, you know, um, yeah. to, to get more help out there, you know? Yeah, cool, man. You know, yeah, I've got a load of stuff just going through my head here and how you could help <laughs> riders. You know, it's one of those things. Uh, like, have you spoke to Ben Cathro about the video? Have you got in contact with him? Yeah, and Ben, ben gave us cash out of his own pocket as well, you know. And wow. um, yeah, we, we we actually struggled to get in contact with Ben at the start. Um, I think um, some of us had actually done coaching sessions with him when we were in Scotland, but um, I think he was, uh, you know, fairly busy with obviously the pink bike stuff and organizing next year. But yeah, we eventually got in um, in contact with uh, with Ben, and he was like, "Guys, I love what you're doing. Um, you know, we have a cool quote on our website from him, and uh, again, put his hand in his pocket and, and gave us cash. You know, phenomenal. Yeah, yeah cool, so- man, cool. You know, there's so many young riders and stuff out there now, and so many of these young. You could almost set up like a dirt fund management team. You know? <laughs> If brands want to come to you, you have all the riders and what they've done and who they are, and you could you could uh, bring the proper rider together with a proper brand, all this kind of stuff, dude. There's loads of different things, right? You're you're, you're sending me to like to be a Hollywood agent now or something like this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> oh, classic man, classic. Um, so. Uh, Daniel, how can people find out more? How can they buy some of your shirts? How, how can they get all that info? Um, so the website, we've got everything on it, you know, the dirtfundproject.com. Um, that's, that's the best place to go for all the information. Um, the Just Giving page, you know, which is linked from that, the big gray button in the middle, um, that'll be a great place if people are, you know, up for donating. And, you know, like I say, if people can just give a small amount, that would be, you know, fantastic. If there's brands interested in getting involved and, you know, they can help us some way, whether that's cash, product to raffle off, um, services, you know, for the private, whatever, you know, mm. we're, we're willing to talk to anybody about anything. Um, and yeah, the shirts, you know, if we if we got feedback from people that they would buy them, for sure, we would get them, uh, you know, made up, I guess. Well, mm. We'd like to see the product in our own hand, first of all, to make sure it's, it's all good, you know, because um, nobody likes a crap jersey, you know, but uh, I'm, I'm sure it's going to be fantastic. Yeah, of course, of course. Just put that on your Facebook page or your Instagram page and see what the feedback is. And yeah, you're right. You're right. <clears throat> you'll get lots of people saying, yeah, I'll buy it. And then you <laughs> know, make sure you can get the money off them first. <laughs> then I've got a warehouse of orange and brown jerseys. <laughs> <laughs> that i'm wearing for the rest of my life <laughs> yeah that's it that's it man um but yeah listen it's been great to chat to you daniel i think you and what what your team there what what you guys are doing is 
it's really going to lead the way for something, I think. And um, however the idea came about, it was really good. I never got ideas like that until I was on morphine one time with a broken shoulder. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, you know, somebody's got clarity there. Uh, but here, well done, man. I, I hope it goes well for you. And I, I know the interest is just going to build and build. And um, certainly I'll be great to, to hook up with you. It'd be great to see you at some race events, stuff like that. I can't wait till we see your marquee up and stuff. That'd be cool, dude. <laughs> Yeah, man, it would be it definitely be uh, it'd be cool to meet up. Yeah, for sure, you know. And hopefully that hopefully that happens, you know. But it's so hard to call right now, isn't it? Yeah, totally, man. But it'll all come good. It'll all come good, you know. For sure, for sure, it definitely will. It's in the future coming good. That, that's what I was out. Yeah, for sure, man, for sure. Well, listen, thanks so much for coming on. I, I really appreciate it, and uh, good luck for twenty twenty one. I hope the race season happens and everything else. And um, you know, regardless of what happens, you guys are going to keep doing what you do. So happy days, man. You're you're giving a lot of young fellas out there and young girls out there. That, you need to get a girl on, right? Huh? It's going to happen, one hundred percent. Yeah, happy days, man. Happy days. Yeah, brilliant. Because that's I think that's a part of the industry that's only going to grow stronger and stronger. Oh yeah, the the the, the, the racing talent there is uh, it's phenomenal, sure. It's it's amazing, you know. Yeah, yeah. definitely. A lot of them would put me to shame for sure. <laughs> Include me in that in that for sure. <laughs> that. Classic man. Well, listen. Thanks so much for coming on the podcast. I appreciate it. And um, anything I can do to help, just let me know, and I'll, I'll certainly do that for you. Cheers, man. It's been great chatting to you, and I uh, appreciate you uh, having us on. You know. Perfect, mate. Have a good evening. Cheers. Folks, I hope you really enjoyed that. The Dirt Fun Project is awesome. You should go and check it out. Check out the website. Check out what Daniel and his mates and crew, team members, are all doing there. It's definitely worth going and having a look. You'll find out more information on the show notes, mtb-tribe.com. Just go there, search for Daniel's episode, and you will get quick links to everything that's involved with the Dirt Fun Project little videos and stuff there all easy links for you to access so daniel i just wanted to say a big thank you sir for coming on the podcast it was a pleasure to get you on and chat to you and i know since then we have chatted a little bit uh, and we're going to be doing more stuff together in the future so i'm very excited about that but until such times good good luck with 2021 and i hope everything goes well for you there and you get the funding that helps these young riders so much Now, if you're enjoying the podcast, the best way to help the show is by subscribing, rating and reviewing us on Apple Podcasts. Every one of your ratings helps boost us on Apple's algorithms and helps spread the good word about the show to more people. If you're not on Apple, you can find and subscribe via Stitcher, Spotify, Podbean, iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts from. We also have a website, mtb-tribe.com, where you can find the complete back catalogue, listen and download every show for free from there. You can also subscribe there and get one email per week with a quick and easy link to listen to the show. You can also get involved on social media, at mtbtribe on Instagram and Facebook. And if you want to get in contact with me, just simply PM me there. Or if you would like to send me an email, you'll find me at info at mtb-tribe.com. Now that's it for this week, folks. I hope you enjoyed the show. I will be speaking to you next week for another MTV Tribe podcast. But until such times, as always, get the bikes out, hit the trails, and stay MTV stoked. <laughs>